Welcome to the Financial Insight Podcast, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast. The Financial Insight Podcast is for professional investors only. Thank you. Today, we will be speaking to Dan Crossley, Executive Director of the Food Ethics Council. Thanks for joining us today for the latest IFA Magazine podcast. We're going to be discussing the fascinating subject of how investors can help to improve food ethics. Uh, We're talking to Dan Crossley, who is a director with the Food Ethics Council, and on our agenda today is a quick teaching about food ethics, about why it matters, and what can investors do to improve things. So Dan, welcome to IFA Magazine. Hi, lovely to be here. That's great to have. Hi there. (laughs) So we've got myself, Sue Whitbread, and we've got my colleague, Rebecca Toons, and... Can we kick off then, Dan, by asking you to explain briefly to our listeners who you are, what you do at the Food Ethics Council, before we get stuck into the detail of food ethics? Sure. So uh, I've been involved in the the world of food, I guess, for getting on for 20 years. um, And about about half of that time, being at the Food Ethics Council. So we're an organisation, not for profit, uh, and our mission is to accelerate a shift to food systems that are fair for people, planet and animals come back to that um but in, i guess in practice what we do uh, is work with others in the in the food sector in different ways to try and provide a space to help unblock some of the really tricky ethical issues that exist in food and farming and try and shift things forward in a positive direction uh, and i lead the lead the, the small but mighty team that we have there great um so could you go into a bit of detail about what food ethics actually is and what we mean by farm to fork sure so Food ethics is, um, there's lots of different ways of talking about it. I guess one that I, one way of talking about it is it's the, the questions we should be asking about our food. So if we think about uh, our food, um, it's, it, and, and you look at the, how, it, uh, how our food is made, what goes onto our plate, um, what's thrown away, you start to soon get into some big questions um, that have big impacts on the environment, uh, on, on the planet, uh, on, on animals and on people. So we get into questions like issues around, should we eat lab-grown meat in the future, for example? Um, Questions about how do we move away from um, food banks if we think they're some kind of a sticking plaster for for people um, going hungry? How can we Mm -hmm. look at the root causes of some of these issues and and move to longer-term solutions? So food ethics, um, it's a way of getting into some of these contentious issues involves Contentious issues like the meat debate, how much meat should we eat? It, mm-hmm. it contains issues around values. So questions about fairness, for example, and fair treatment to people and animals. Um, and crucially, it's about consequences. So it's about the Im- impacts of particular decisions on future generations, on workers, on the planet. So food ethics is a, a, big, a big world and that, that captures questions relating to human health to environment, right. to social justice, to welfare. So it's a big, um, a big complex area. Um, we don't come in with all the answers, absolutely not, but it's more mm-hmm. about encouraging people to think through some of those impacts in the round and what some of the long-term impacts might be. That makes sense. Cause I guess a lot of people, they just, the food's in the shops and then it's on their plate and they don't really think about actually everything that is involved in getting it there and what exactly. they're putting into their bodies as well, I suppose. Ex- exactly. And, and to your point about farm to fork, um, it's that, mm-hmm. Uh, we often just think about the you know the the pizza takeaway or the, the food on the plate that you're eating um and often eat that sort of unconsciously without thinking about it um yeah. but if you 
you know, look behind the label as, as a retailer, um, to steal a retailer phrase from a few years ago, you actually start to think about, yeah, farm and all the, the inputs that go into a farm, all the hard work and latent that goes into producing the food, processing it, transporting it, storing it, um, you know, promoting it, um, eating it. Um, and obviously in different parts of the world, there are sometimes we have very, very long food chains with lots and lots yeah. of different mm -hmm. players along the way in other parts of the world. Um, there might be um, very small, uh, local, lo more localized chains and even people producing their own food. So the, the food system is not a kind of homogenous, big uh, homogenous thing. There are lots and lots of different elements to it. But um, certainly in the UK, we, uh, I think we need to be thinking much more about uh, some of the big impacts that our food has. Um, and it has grow, you know, growing in profile in the last few years, um, mm -hmm. sometimes for good, sometimes not, not for good. But um, we're really keen that, that food, food is taken, taken seriously and that policymakers, you know, businesses and investors, crucially, start to um, think about the, the impact, positive impacts they can have on the food system going forward. Can we follow on with that idea of investors, Dan? And obviously they are our, our audience would be professional investors, professional financial advisors. And at the root of what they're traditionally doing for their clients is looking to invest in a particular company or business that has a positive, uh, profitable future and outlook. And I wonder if you could shine some light about why you, you think that food ethics should matter, matter to investors. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, firstly, food food should matter to investors in the, the different guys that they have. And I'll, I'll come on to the food ethics part in a moment. But firstly, food, obviously, uh, food food and farming and, and all the different parts that go into that and retail and food service, out of home hospitality. There are there are some of those are big are big sectors um, that investors will be looking at. So yeah. and, and as I said before, food is um, the food sector is responsible for lots of the issues um, that we face in the world, the climate crisis, biodiversity crisis, um, yeah. you know, uh, obesity, etc. All, the, all these, um, lots of these issues, um, food sector has a big, um, a big part to play in, but also the food sector is deeply affected by those. So um, the point is from an investor perspective, um, you can either take a, uh, I guess, the sort of moral, moral perspective on this and say, well, as individuals, as you know, citizens of the planet, um, everyone, investors or not um and wearing their organizational hats as well should be concerned yeah. about you know the, the the future of the planet uh, about yeah. the well-being of animals about treatment mm -hmm. of people about how we pass what, what we pass on to our children and grandchildren um so there's i think there's a very strong and legitimate um argument for uh, investors um to be involved individually and collectively in trying to make our food systems fairer uh, in future yeah. Um, but there is also as well a strong growing, I think a strong but growing investor case, um, kind of financial case for this as well. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm sure you've had discussions before about, um, you know, ESG, environment, social governance. Oh, we've lost about... that. But there is, but the point is that there is a, um, you know, as I said, when it comes to food and food companies and, and agricultural companies as well, um, there is a really strong, I think, case that, you know, those companies that are thinking short term, that are um, that have, you know, that aren't thinking about the long term impacts, are much less likely to be viable or to, uh, and profitable in the in the long term. 
And obviously, invest most investors or, or many investors care about the long term. So it's so I think there is a, yeah. there is a there is a strong case for investors to be um, investing in food and farming companies that um, are genuinely committed to addressing um, greenhouse gas emissions, human rights issues, um, etc. Um, and and that there will be a financial reward for that for them for those that do. So I say there is a yeah, on the one hand a, a strong moral argument, on the other hand there's a strong uh, financial argument about the material impacts that um, you know, materiality of many of these issues that are rising up, and I think will only get bigger. So investors that ignore food and ignore you know issues relating to food ethics, uh, I think will um, will will fall by the wayside uh, yeah. or will will perform poorly. And those investors that uh, take these issues seriously ask questions, uh, encourage not just you know, negative screening out of the worst of, um, mm. of this, but actually to, uh, are promoting more positive um, investment in the, the sorts of more progressive companies and things that are taking real positive action. I think they will, will reap the rewards in the long run. Mm, that's really interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we, I mean, everyone knows this where the industry is going and companies that aren't addressing these massive issues ultimately you wonder about their future don't you and also in terms of food there's always going to be a demand people need food to live so more and more there's more and more yeah, of it. yeah. absolutely exactly. and and i think it's it's an interesting area because often when we think about food we think just about yeah and we talk about food production and uh, or, or do we need to do we need to just produce more and more food um mm. and at one level um as you said there's a rising global population and um, you know, everyone at the moment, there are huge, uh, there's huge issues of inequality and, and many, many millions, billions of people that are struggling to be able to afford and access healthy uh, and sustainable food. Um, so there, there are some... Or is it that they just don't know how to cook it, apparently? So some MP said yesterday. <laughs> there, <laughs> That's not... Well, <laughs> there is, yes, there, there is a, um, I think, I think the point, the, there's a, there's a serious point about, um, there, there is some um, from a kind of consumption point of view and, and the way that we way that we cook and eat there are some really serious um, challenges that we face but actually I think it, crucially it's not you know not people on low incomes that don't know how to cook um, I don't don't buy into that at all I think there is a yeah, exactly. strong case that um, that across across all segments of society certainly in a, in a western country like the UK um, there is a lot more we can do to improve cooking skills, to, but also to have the, the right infrastructure and, and for people to be able to, um, you know, have high enough incomes and high enough um, uh, benefits, etc., to be able to mm. participate and to be able to get actively involved. Uh, at the moment, yeah. at the moment, many many people are struggling. We need to need to be uh, open and honest about that. You are listening to the Financial Insight Podcast. To keep up to date with the latest news in financial services, follow us on at IFA Magazine on Twitter or connect with us on LinkedIn. So going back to investors then, um, what can they do or what should they do to improve food ethics? I think there's there's a there's a whole bunch of things they can do. One, one or two of those we've touched on already, which is um, asking questions of uh, companies that are in the food and agricultural space directly and those that... Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, that that either produce or sell or transport food, and uh, asking tougher questions about mm-hmm. what the impacts of their uh, companies are. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think there are, there's a lot a lot in that that just very simple thing about asking questions that I think is very powerful and and, and not taking no for an answer. 
Um, yeah. Some of this is about um, pushing for more, um, you know, for better disclosure, better transparency. Um, so, you know, things like the Carbon Disclosure Project and other things I think are uh, mechanisms are really important in this space. But um, it, sort of asking questions and asking companies to uh, show, report their data more, more carefully is, is one part of the jigsaw, but I think, but only one part. And I guess the, the bit that's untapped for me or largely untapped um, is the using investors using their voice and uh, extending mm. their collective voice, if you like, to engage, not just engage with individual businesses, but also to engage with governments. And my sense, um, not involved in the investor world, but my sense from the periphery, if you like, is that um, many people in the investment world are in a way kind of timid or a bit, a bit uh, unsure and perhaps a bit afraid of, of, of weighing in and getting involved in some of these, these big debates about the future of food. Um, at one level for understandable reasons because the issues are very complex and there are different polarizing views on, on whether or not people should eat meat taking one example um, but but i still i think actually um, there is a big opportunity for investors to um ask questions of government as well and try and push mm. for policies um and an environment that enables those more um sustainable if i can call them that food and farming companies to flourish Yes. And, and, you know, there's examples of that. So last year, for example, um, I mean, there, there, are, there are growing numbers of examples, but just to take one, um, there was a letter, a joint letter from um, Share Action um, Food Foundation, but mm -hmm. also a bunch of investors like Rathbone Green Bank and Aviva mm -hmm. Investors and others um, to, to UK um, government. Um, I, think, I think the letter said there was 2.8 trillion pounds um, in assets under management that um, of, of investment that were sort of behind this particular joint letter. And that was calling for uh, a strong government response to the national food strategy, which is an independent review um, of, of, of food uh, for, for England. Um, the point of that is that the combined power of uh, investors can start to have a positive difference so they were calling for mandatory reporting and and, and, a, and several other things um but there are examples you know, including in the us of where investors are um more actively coming together to push for higher standards on things like animal welfare you know avoiding routine use antibiotics is a good example of that um so the point is that there is a as well as the more obvious if you like um investing in and asking questions of uh, companies that are in this space that are doing things better in inverted commas there's also mm -hmm. that um that other role really important role about getting active in deba debates um asking encouraging governments to to change um, and, and encouraging other others in the investment community to get behind them as well yeah yeah it's crucial isn't it and i guess on that subject of encouraging debate and maybe the the timidity of some investment managers that uh, Reset Connect, which is coming up uh, in late June, uh, may be an opportunity for the, the investment industry to engage with people like yourselves in the Food Ethics Council. So I know that you're going to be chairing the panel discussion, aren't you, which is on UK food sustainability. So I wonder then if we could just round off, perhaps you could tell us a bit about that and, uh, and why you think some of our listeners should be tuning in. Yes, I mean, so we'll be there um, on the, the second day of Reset Connect on, on 29th of June um, for a session on how can the UK lead on food sustainability. Um, as, as you said, I'll be cha chairing that session. 
Um, again, not coming in with the answers myself, um, but I'm very much there to tee up. We've got a brilliant set of um, panelists, um, including Tessa Clark from Olio Food Sharing App, who's done some incredible mm-hmm. things. Um, mm, it's interesting, uh, that one, isn't it? Yeah, we've got Deepak Ravindra from Oddbox, which is a, a really, really, really interesting company um, taking kind of odd, odd shaped surplus uh, uh, food and uh, selling that to people. And then Carl Olivier from Sustained, uh, an organization that's trying to help people make more sustainable food choices. So the point is we've got a brilliant panel and mm. we're going to be, we're not going to be diving into everything in that day, but I think we've touched on one or two of those issues that we'll be getting into and thinking about, I guess, putting a positive framing on some of these massive challenges we're taking and saying, how can we, um, what can we do? What can we do as, you know, as individual food citizens, um, but also as, you know, for businesses and what can, um, what can the investment world do as well to mm. try and shift the dial, move us away from a place at the moment where lots of the, I guess, the, the graphs on, on the issues that, that we care about, um, whether that's obesity or biodiversity loss or the climate crisis, lots of those graphs are going in the wrong direction. Um, yeah. So how can we collectively uh, do, do things better, change the, the policy and investor environment so that we can make some progress? So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to what should be a, a fascinating discussion to dive into some of that yeah it sounds it sounds great and something that's important to all of us isn't it <laughs> really so absolutely and we're, we're all you know we talk about this a lot um us as we are people we are global citizens we're food, food citizens yeah. we use that language a lot deliberately um we're not just consumers um who often yeah. feel helpless at the end of a long chain mm. have very mm. little agency um and actually we think of ourselves differently then there's a whole bunch of ways that we can can change the food system for the better, including you know, pensions and the fact that we, um, many of us have pensions and our people as individuals asking whether those pensions are invested in, again, inverted commas, good or, or bad food, yeah. food farming companies, for example. So the, the point is that there are, when we start to um, unravel it, our, we've all got lots, there's lots of roles we can play. Um, and I think that the investor lever, if you like, has been, been hugely untapped in the world of food uh, and food ethics and I think there's there's massive potential uh, for that to change going forward. Great that's powerful stuff it really is Mm -hmm. Dan. Like you say we the choices we make really do make a difference and so highlighting that is so important to our advisor and investor audience so Mm -hmm. hopefully they'll they'll join you on that day and listening to the to the panel session. I very Um, much hope very much hope so and and just to finish that off I, I guess that investors might think of themselves as sometimes as sort of neutral agents if you like um but mm-hmm. actually i think they, they that's not the case anymore certainly in you know in the in the, the times we're in i think there is a big yeah a big role for them to play and uh, yeah encourage them to come along to to reset connect if they are if they can brilliant well thank you so much for joining us today i don't know about you bex but i think we could have gone on for for hours oh talk. yeah and on this subject such a fascinating subject it really is and what you're doing is so important to all of us so please keep doing what you're doing that's great and thank you for joining us today it's been a real pleasure to talk to you great to talk to you too thank you the financial insight podcast is for investment professionals only all material has been carefully checked for accuracy but no responsibility can be accepted for inaccuracies wherever appropriate independent research and wherever necessary legal advice should be sought before acting on any information contained in this podcast and value of investments and income from them can go down as well as up. You may not get back the amount you originally invested.